podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. everybody and welcome to the final Dream Team Tonic episode of the year. Uh, we finally got here after a bit of a delay uh, from Sunday. Um, with me as usual, two co-hosts. Ben, you there, Ben? How are we doing? All good, mate. Are you there, James? I'm here, mate. Good to have you both with us. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a chat, seeing as uh, Sunday got cancelled at short notice. Um, but... We'll jump straight in with a huge congratulations to a, a former a former podcast guest, Andrew Ferguson, with a great win. Um, he's a top chap and uh, uh, very, very happy, I think, from, from all three of us. I think it's a, a big well done to Andrew Ferguson. Um, him and his family enjoy that money, enjoy that title, because he deserves it. Yeah. Top, top player. What did he win by? 13 points there. It's nothing over the course of the season. That That's is a Havertz, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the 13 it, it points. Is, it, it is. <laughs> it's a Havertz sneaking a, a star man from somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. The difference between 75 grand and the rest. and Yeah, but it was good to have him on, obviously, a few weeks earlier and pick his brains and for him to tell us how he was feeling. If you've not listened to that Fergie special, go back. It's still there on a YouTube channel. You can have a listen to it a few weeks before he did win the whole thing. Think about how he was thinking about things. Um, obviously, Dream Team notoriously slow with certain things. The app is an absolute pissing nightmare. <laughs> Most of the time, it's still been a, a, a shit for me for Euros. Uh, it's still not sorted, and all you get told is uninstall and reinstall. That'll sort it out for your chaps, won't it? But when you're there waiting on the answer of, have I won 75 grand? <laughs> how long do you? Uh, how long do you? What do you want to uh, sit and wait for that answer? Oh. <laughs> Unbelievable! Uh, it was annoying for us having to wait for, to to delay the pod, but um, <laughs> I don't envy Fergie's uh, twenty four. Well, what was it? Half a day he had to wait, didn't he? Or something shocking. like that. <laughs> Absolutely shocking. Yeah. Say, so, try to plan your things. Have a one, have a not. Not knowing who that guy put in. Did he sneak Havertz in? <sighs> yeah, God, I, I wouldn't like to be in his shoes anyway. Um, I would now, now knowing you've won, you it's not as uh, stressful. But yeah, d- dream team with their slow updates. You got they knew how close that was at the top of that league, and one more game remaining. Wait, what's going on? It was like the game wasn't even active. They went hmm. on holiday, didn't they? <laughs> well, yeah, the admin must have gone on on his holiday or something. It's not the first time this something like this has happened. It probably won't be the last. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I think I think it's probably a third or fourth bit of a rant about how they've uh, dealt with the game and and, and that over the season. There's been a few incidents, haven't they? But all solved now, and Fergie wins. Thank mm. God for that. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, nice one, Fergie. Fair play, mate. Um, 
we're looking to get back on for a pre-season shout before uh, before the next season. Pick his brains, how he's going to run into the next year, how he's going to set his teams up, and and we'll have a we'll have a big uh, a big special on that. Be good to uh, speak to him again and congratulate him in person. He's obviously a little bit busy for us at the minute on this Wednesday evening. He's probably working out how to spend that money, <laughs> but don't blame him. So fair play. <clears throat> right on to a. Uh, Onto how our teams did. Um, so we we'll, we'll jump in with you, James, and how you believe, how believe your team has done over the season. Well, I finished in uh, 649th place, um, about 75 places lower than last year. Um, I hope I, my 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 target was to actually beat last year's finish. Didn't quite happen at the end of the day. Um, the Champions League final was a bit of a damp squib for me. I, I thought I thought City would get their, finally get their hands on that Champions League trophy. Um, and my team reflected that. I had four City and only two Chelsea. Um, only got 10 points um, it, on that last game week with um, five from Mendy, five from Aspilicueta and absolutely zero from my City players. So a um, bit of a damp squib. Annoyance for me there. I, I thought um, I was hoping it'd be a better game. Um, on the bright side, though, I did have a good finish in the Dream Team Tonic League, um, and that's packed with some top players, as we know. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed the enjoyed the banter on the pod and the Twitter about the Dream Team Tonic League, and that, that's what makes it fun for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I just like to thank everyone who joined that league because, um, and I, you know, I. It's been fun, and I hope we can all resume our rivalries uh, next year. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was good, and obviously, we, we, we were only uh, say six or seven months old at the time, and and we were, well, we were completely new when we we started the league. Uh, it was good to have a lot of, of the big players, a lot of the big hitters in the dream team scene join the league and. I think they just pushed it a little bit. Like you say, it's good to pit your wits against some top, top players in that league. There are, and, yeah. And yeah. There's no embarrassment for finish all the way up and down, first to 27th <laughs> or whatever it was. Um, there's some very, very good players. So, yeah. Yeah, fair play to everyone for jumping in. appreciate that. Um, getting on to my team. Uh, I think I joined you in that, James. I, a bit of a damp squib and... I kind of expected City to win. I think we spoke about it just before the game, and mm. I did. I thought it's City's year. My team was always set up Chelsea uh, for the last probably six, seven, eight game weeks. Yeah, I were always on the Chelsea train. It's something that probably dragged me as high in that league, in the Dream Team Tonic League, as as possible. Uh, it never, just never quite the attacking side of it. Just never quite got going. If my faith in Werner and a couple of others, if, if that had paid off, I'd have probably finished a little bit higher, but all ifs and buts. And the last couple of weeks, rather than... I didn't I didn't want to put eggs in the baskets of that Champions League final. I just weren't too sure. I didn't think much of it. I didn't think it'd be high scoring. So I went Liverpool. So I ended up with Salah and Manny up top. Didn't do much last game for me, but uh, Robertson and Alexander-Arnold did the best for the last few game weeks for me. Probably pushed me up as as high as they, poss- as high as they possibly could. From the final, I got 19 points, predominantly from Mendy, 
Aspilicueta, who got the clean sheet but not the seven ratings. Rudiger, clean sheet but no seven rating, yellow card. And Mason Mount got the assist with just a three-pointer on top of that. So, yeah, there weren't many points to play for in the last game. I think a lot of... We, 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 I think we spoke about that, didn't we, about are we going to go all eggs in baskets for that last game or why not mm. just attack one of the Premier League games that are before a finish? So I think Fergie finished on 10 points as well for and ended up winning it. I don't think it were yeah. one of the games to attack. But yeah, uh, where it finished, oh, I've not caught the actual overall finish. I finished 11th in the Dream Team Tonic League, um, which, yeah, I just quite missed out. I just couldn't quite get there. Run out of, run out of time. I was gaining, I was yeah. gaining fast, but um, up um, my top team. Obviously, James, you only play one team, so your position, your final position, is always impressive. You play mm-hmm. one team, and you, and you can get that high. It's very, very good. Because again, my teams, probably all, all ten of them struggle with a slow start. Maybe a couple did all right early doors, but. The one that did finish up near the top at 1,900, uh, which is, I think it were up at the highest position, it were like 1,200. It, I just suffered with a slow start from game week, what's it, game week 14, 100k, and I didn't drop rank all the way through to game week 33 after that. Um, and yeah, I just, I, just slow starts. I was never going to get close after them really slow starts, so... But yeah, impressive that James one team. Obviously, Cheers, you're going to play a few more next year, are you? I will. I'm going to come on to that bit later, Tony. Yeah, no worries, mate. Right, what was your team then, Ben? Yeah. A, I mean, you've got some impressive stats going, so I'd like <laughs> to hear from you, mate. Well, yeah, I was on the Chelsea train like you. Um, I had, before the last game with the Premier I think when Alisson scored, wasn't it? I jumped on Alisson. Because Mendy yeah. got dropped for the, the FA Cup final. So I yeah. did have three Chelsea defenders at one point, And I was on the Chelsea train. <clears> so <throat> then um, I brought Alisson in and he scored. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> this week I got 15 points. Um, why are Chelsea getting a clean sheet against probably the best team in Europe and only getting five points? I just think they should they should at least get an eight. You know what I mean? Struggling, struggling to answer that one yeah. there. Oh, I just don't understand the ratings. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I've got Aspiliqueta five points, Chilwell five points, and Mares didn't get anything. Kevin De Bruyne didn't get anything. Mount got an assist, five points, and then I had one transfer left, and I was humming and ahhing what to do. I was humming and ahhing over what was it, Havertz. Either bringing another Chelsea defender in just to block it up a bit more, uh, Rudiger, yeah. or go for a City player. And I think on the last pod, I predicted a Chelsea 1-0 win. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't go with my prediction. I went... I think you uh, did, actually, yeah. yeah. I didn't go with my prediction. I went for uh, Sterling. I thought, oh, he's got to do something at some point this season. Playing up front as well, so I thought, I'll oh, bang him in, see what happens, and... Blanked again, yeah. So, mm. yeah, a bit of a damp squig that, but I um, somehow jumped above Fergie in our mini league and got second place. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how I've done that. 
I mean, it's impressive that because it shows. Yeah. I think what time? What what week did we start this league? I can't remember what game week it I was. I think you said game week seven. So, from game week seven to the end, you was what the second best team in country then. <laughs> you could say <laughs> that, yeah. It's yeah. more or less. Yeah, that's probably not far off right that, which is an impressive doing. Yeah. Um, in um, game week seven, I was 25, 25 and a half K, and I finished 81st, and I got my top 100 finish, where I went, what I aimed for. So that's yeah. good going, I think. What you were doing for your blog, weren't it? Yeah. You aimed for a top 100 finish. Yeah. And I got. Really, really impressive. And I've got two teams in the top 100. I uh, got another team that finished 19th. So I'm very happy with that. Definitely, definitely. We're top five paid. Yeah, top five. I'm sure they used to pay out top hundred before a few years ago. They did. They did used to pay out top yeah. hundred. Mm. Um, obviously, funds got dropped off a little bit this now, but yeah. Well, it used to be a million pound, didn't it? Payouts, and now it's only hundred k. Only. If you win it, though, it's fantastic. Like unbelievable yeah, like, achievement by Fergie. I'm very yeah. happy for him and his family. Yeah, it's life changing. Young kids as well. It's, yeah, sets them up and there's a lot of things it does. So, yeah, happy for happy for him. Well, obviously we've got the uh, the Dream Team Tonic League to settle because we couldn't settle this on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we have spoke to the winner. We'll uh, do a rundown. Obviously, the Dream Team Tonic Top 11, as now it's called. <laughs> um, whether that runs through to next season, I'm not too sure. <laughs> but uh, go on, I'll, I'll run through it as a final one. We've got in, in position 11th, got Tony's DT Tonic 11. Get in! <laughs> Snuck on the bottom of the page there. I'm on there. In 10th, we've got Wiggy's Wanderers, Sam Winnall. Well done, mm. mate. Ninth, Peter Brown, Order FC. Eighth, Trent Enders, Mick Barham. Uh, seventh, Tom Brindley. Well, again, two. Your arch nemesis, Ben. Uh, six, Dream Team Professor. Hey, I didn't spot that, James. Bit of needle there, isn't it? In fifth, <laughs> in fifth above him, is Dodgy Sisters Athletic with James Fricker. Get him. By um, one point. <laughs> I was hovering around. I was hovering around. I was the lower reaches of of the top ten for uh, for sure a few months. To, so to finally finish in fifth place, I'm very happy with that. With, with the caliber of the opposition in there, um, there's some top players in there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm well well chuffed with that. Yeah, great position, mate. Fourth, the villains, Wayne Herbert, another of your uh, nemesis. Is there? Is it Ben? No, not Nemesis is good mates, these lads are. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what they say. In third, the uh, dream team champion, Andrew Ferguson. That shows how good of a league it is, isn't it? When the dream team champion's in third. Um second, Ben Lee, Ben's DT Tonic Eleven. And in first, the trophy winner. Trophy winner, well deserved. Lee Allett, he snuck up there and he stayed up for there quite a while. Smoking guns, Lee Allett, nineteen forty-two. A sixteen-point win 
Uh, so fair play to you, Lee. I know we've got your address. We'll get that uh, trophy sent out to you. Um, obviously, next season, there'll be a cash prize going with that trophy. Uh, so you probably receive it with a cheque or a bank transfer, whichever you prefer, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, fair play, mate. Well done. Well, thanks to everyone who joined the league because it is a good crack. Uh, if, if you haven't joined this year, get involved next year. Um, obviously, it'll be a cash league next year. But, uh, yeah, all part of the fun. Get, all get part involved. Of the fun, in, all part of the bounty. Get involved in the Euro uh, Cash League we're running now for the championships. Yeah, as well. It's a little bit of a practice run, isn't it? Yeah. Get there. Like, is Dream Team Professor in it? James isn't in it. They're they're saving the rivalry for the uh, for the full league, are they? <laughs> I think uh, we'll see. Scott says he's going to put a team in. The professor. He might have put one in. I'm not too sure. He might, have, he might have snuck by me. I might have just been the forgetful, but yeah. James is having the summer off. So you have to renew that rivalry next next <laughs> But it's August, middle of August, isn't it, when it kicks off? Yeah. But yeah, out of a great league. Good, good fun. Um, I mean, I've asked Mrs. if she could uh, spare us a few few quid for postage. So we'll be all right, Ben. <laughs> yeah, the, the trophy's at my ass at the minute. I was hoping to keep it. <laughs> I don't know, mate. Save the fortune, but yeah, we'll get it off to a way out as soon as possible. It'd be nice to have a picture, but if Lee, you don't want to show your face, we understand, mate. Just just a picture on your mantelpiece would be good enough. Um, good enough so you could send that in for us. That'd be good. Right, listener questions. Um, these are from last week, weren't they? Saturday. It's quite a while, isn't it, since, yeah, Saturday it was. So... Uh, listener questions. Fergus Apprentice has been on. He's just asking about the lessons that we learnt and uh, and he can't wait to listen to the podcast. So, lessons learned. It ties a little bit in with um, Flower Pop Man's question. Uh, he's, he's asked about a lesson we've probably learnt this season that would take forward into next year's game. So, I think that the answer of both of us, I uh, don't want to start being repetitive like my dad. Um <laughs> We'll uh, we'll just go from there. So he wants he wants to answer this first. Don't mind. Yeah, on James, I'll, I'll go if you like. Um, <clears throat> well, first lesson then, champ. Um, European finals um can be tight affairs. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. may not be worth holding all your transfers for. I mean, yeah. we we didn't touch upon the Man United um game either. Yeah. Um, that 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 was um. That was one nil, wasn't it, against uh, United? So, uh, yeah. Um, bear in mind that these Pen- Champions League finals penalties, wasn't one, it? One. Oh yes, of course it was. <laughs> what am I thinking? Um, yeah, De Gea missed his pen, didn't he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> should, should have asked Alison to take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, in seriousness, though, um, from my perspective, I think maybe I hedge my bets a little bit too much with my team. But then when you've only got one team, it's it, you know that's the way I've always played fantasy football. Um, yeah. In most formats, you can't have a block Chelsea defence, for instance, because you, you're limited to the number of players that you have. So um, I think going forward, I will be I'll certainly be putting more teams in next year. Which means that I can't. I won't be hedging my bets with my players as much. Mm-hmm. I can go. Well, that's my Chelsea team. That's my Liverpool team. Yeah. Um, 
blocked fences, key players, etc. Brentford team. Um, sorry, sorry Brentford. <laughs> Brentford team, Norwich team. Uh, well, possibly. You never know. Well, I, I always think I've been thinking about this, and maybe you do need a you need do need a little wild card in there. Yeah. Look at Sheffield United. Uh, season before last, yeah. and Pookie, uh, they flew out the blocks, didn't they? Pookie got like six yeah. goals in four games two years ago, didn't he? Exactly. Yeah. So I wouldn't rule out any any um, anything at this stage. Um, but I do think maybe the person that is willing to punt a little, yeah, with if you've got ten teams, you can afford to have a couple of punty teams where you know you go for some of these differentials, and who knows, you, Pookie might score five and five this yeah. season. Um, Brentford might keep five clean sheets. You never know. So um, I won't be hedging my bets as much next year. Um, I've also been thinking about. I think I, I was toying with t- talking about this earlier. Whether it, I was thinking about my Mares nemesis, you know, um, and so I said it was, I wasn't going to bring him back in um, a third into the season. I did bring him back in. It was mixed results. I think I missed. Missed most of his hauls, and I was, I was, I've been analysing myself. Was that a mistake? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a tricky one to answer that because if you look at Raheem Sterling, yeah, um, there's a lot of really top players that kept Raheem Sterling all season. Yeah. And they were probably thinking he's going to bang at some point, yeah. yep. and he literally didn't at all, did he? What a disappointing season to him for for, for Raheem. Yeah. So, um. So was that a mistake not bringing in Morris? Well, who knows? That's the that's that's the thing about fantasy football: getting on, knowing when to get on a player, when to hold them, and when to drop yeah. them. And I don't think you can beat yourself too much up. You've just got to go with that eye test and follow your gut. Definitely, I think you're hundred yeah. percent right there. Especially when you touch on the Morris thing and the Sterling thing. I think they're very good ex- examples of. As we say, Fergie won by uh, 13 points, which is a Havertz goal and star man. So you you put that in perspective. If you can hold a player, there's so many players holding Sterling. If he scores a brace and scores 18 points, he gets star man. And that wins somebody the league. Is that is have they won the league because of Sterling, or is that just a that's just sticking by somebody, isn't it? Waiting for someone to bang. You, you, you can't beat yourself up by staying, um, staying loyal to a top player. Mm. Sterling can bang at any time. We know that, mm. and obviously a lot of top players know that. A lot of top players might be kicking themselves, saying, "I should have got him out earlier <laughs> and put somebody else in," but you don't know. You don't know until the final standings there, the end of the season. It's easy just to say, like, these are my mistakes, but they, them mistakes could easily be something that bumps you up higher. Yeah. Again, it's gut feelings, um, reactions, like thinking, surely Sterling has to score at some point. Mm. Surely he does, because he, get, he, had the, he weren't getting dropped, really, was he? He was still playing the games. Most of the season, yeah, he was in there, wasn't he? Yeah. Now, if he saw... If they start dropping him and you, you you're sticking by him, then that's silly, and they're, they're that's a mistake. But if he's putting him out on the pitch, I tell you what, in that city side, does anybody could bang? Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
And most yeah. of that um, City midfield did bang at some point, didn't it? Yeah. We look at Gundogan. I mean, he was yeah, um, on fire at one point. Yeah, and and there'll be a lot of people that maybe speak and say the mistake was I didn't get Gundogan in quick enough when he hit his bit of form. Yeah. Mm. And but then again, hindsight, you don't know whether that bit of form is just a flash in the pan. It's just one or two games. You didn't know when they're going to lead to eight games mm. because it's not expected. It's it's, yeah. it's so tricky. It, it's easy to sit now after the fact and say this was a mistake, that was a mistake, this is a mistake. But the lessons learned, I think what you touched on there, James, is probably right about like the, the way you're setting up your teams, the way you approach a season maybe. You might have had regrets that way. Playing one team, I mean, ultimately you're, ten, you're nine other chances off um, you know, to to hit the top top few, yeah. but yeah. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, totally agree. Um... Regrets. Obviously, you had a team right up there. Yeah, you got a team in nineteenth. So ultimately, you're probably gonna have a few more players that maybe regret holding or. Yeah, like definitely Sterling. I had him at the start of the season. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um... Yeah, I like. There was points where I had Mares and I jumped off him, and then he, I think he scored a hat trick uh, against Burnley. If I just kept him for the whole season, just let him be my fourth midfielder or something like that, and just kept him in, let him tick over. Um, another thing is because it was new playing with five transfers, I had to get used to that to start with as well. Yeah, I do. I should have attacked the months a bit more with my first few transfers. It's like, I'll, instead of attack, because like when you've got free transfers, you probably just think, oh, I've got no injuries. I'll just sit, I'll just sit on this. Uh, yeah. I've got a decent side. I'll just sit on it. But we, when you've got five transfers, you can sort of go, right, there's two transfers. Let's try and get the best two players. You think that's going to score points this month, get them in now. Yeah. Instead of just sitting. That's my regret. First six, four, I'll say five or six months. Mm. I, I didn't do that. At the end of the season, I started doing it, and you see me shot shot up the the leaderboard with two of my yeah. teams. So, yeah, that's probably one of my biggest regrets. Yeah, again, I think that, like you say, regarding strategy, mm. the regrets is is probably probably in that. Um, my biggest regrets are is a slow start. Mm. It's a slow start. I didn't set my teams up properly. Really, did miss a trick from the off. Um, and another one I was so guilty of, even like we started this pod, uh, game week. What game week did we all get together? Like game week seven, seven game think. week 14 or something. And we all, we all, when we got, all did it, we all got chatting. <clears throat> yeah, I think it was about game week 14, maybe. Um, Might been, maybe a little bit longer than that. Yeah, I think it was a bit later than that, but yeah. But I just, um, I never took my own advice. <laughs> I'd sit on here and I'd be spouting crap. I'd be saying to everybody, this this way you should do. I'd be studying fixtures and doing all of that. And then I'd, I'd be a bit more, um, what's the uh, what's the word? When you, I would, basically, when you're coming to the week, the weekend, a game we're kicking off. Obviously, you see the lineups and stuff and I'd be in a bit too... Max um, a daisy. <clears throat> no. I was just doing something like that. 
off the car. All right. And not thinking about it. And not going. Yeah, not looking back. So hold on. Mm. No, and, and planning it further. I was thinking, oh, no, I need to sort this out now. I need to tidy this up now. I did it quite often. I did it in quite a few of my teams. I were guilty of it. Massively guilty of it. But it was only when I had a, a, a decent word with myself. Like I say about game week 14, I said, look, no, hold on. This is how we're playing it. Stop being silly. And uh, I tidied myself up. But yeah, I don't know what it, it might have been the beer. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you get up beer early enough, do you know what I mean? <laughs> we, had a laugh, we did have a laugh about that then on one of the pods. And uh, I, said, I said, well, I'd had a few beers. And you said, well, I were 12 o'clock kickoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Sure we <laughs> <laughs> really started that day, mate. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that, 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 they were my regrets. Just a bit of uh, put the planning in, give the advice out, and then just don't follow it myself. <clears throat> I, I had a couple. I, I had a couple of circumstances where I said on, on my blog, "I'm, I'm going to go for the, this certain player," and then and then the team sheets. You wait for the team sheets because there was quite a few circumstances where you could get to see the team sheet before, so you could reverse the transfer or or make it yeah. make a change. And I, I kept every time I was going to bring in a Chelsea defender or something, it, like, I kept saying I was going to bring in Rudiger, and every time I went to bring him in. Um, I didn't because of the the team sheet, um, yeah. and it did actually burn me a couple of times because um, even though they didn't start that game, of course they started subsequent games. Um, are we putting too much store in the in those early team sheets? I know maybe at the end near the end of the season, you'd be foolish not to look at it. But over a longer period, if you've got a player in mind and you're you're sure that that player is one that you should be bringing in. Um, I don't know. Maybe next season it won't be as bad because hopefully we won't have these. Uh, we won't be under this COVID situation, and hopefully yeah. we won't, there won't be the games won't be quite as condensed as they were. What do you yeah. think, guys? A bit less rotation next year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's been a lot of rotation this year. Um, yeah, City mm. especially, <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> uh, you just I, I don't know it's just they have, they have been changing and dropping and changing all the time it's just it's a nightmare yeah I'm sure yeah, it used yeah, to think... be a lot easier <laughs> <laughs> yeah it did I think I, I think next year I think it will be easier for us um, I think like you say the, the chopping and changing surely will slow down will slow down you won't have people trying to Fit three fixtures into a seven or eight day yeah. period um, as much because obviously you still get it with the cup games and stuff like that. But ultimately, it was nearly I mean, we were having a game every single day. There's been no respite for anybody. Um, mm. So yeah, it'd be nice to see a bit a return to normality as regards to fixtures. Do you remember the mm. league cup was all squashed in at the beginning of the season as well? Yeah, yeah, they were all like every it week does. there was a league cup round. Yeah, I think Rovers played two League Cup games before the even season f- yeah. kicked off. Yeah, it were yeah, obviously because we're a lesser league side, <laughs> Blackburn Rovers that is. But yeah, uh, hopefully, yeah, like I say, a bit more, um, a bit more structured next year, which might ease ease the rotation. Um, mm. Yeah, 
lessons learned, more strategic. Follow, follow your gut. Follow. We again when you touch on the Rudiger thing is is we we probably block out so a block of tran a block of um, fixtures, and you say somebody's got the best transfer uh, best fixtures in that block, and then all of a sudden, one of their players isn't playing in that block for the first game because of the team sheet. And next thing you know, rather than transferring Rudiger, you're transferring in, I don't know, Trent, Trent Alexander. But he ain't the player that you're after. He isn't, you didn't want him. Mm. But because, because of that team sheet, all of a sudden you're swayed. And, yeah. now you're not, and now you're not sat on a podcast chatting to like-minded people and stuff like that. All of a sudden you're at home with your own head and, and you've had a couple of beers. <laughs> And you're like, no, Trent will do all right in this game. And then, like you say, Rudiger goes on to get two, three clean sheets running the games after. Yeah. And Trent gets sent off. And yeah. all of a sudden, what am I doing? Your planning goes out window. Yeah. I, I think you've just got to, you've got to accept that rotation, haven't you? I mean, yeah. what are you guys thinking about Chelsea next year, for instance? Tuchel seems to, seems to like to rotate a hell of a lot. Are you going to be starting the season with a strong Chelsea contingency? At the moment, probably would. At the moment, I will. Yeah, but yeah. obviously, it's going to, the, the picture changes every week, doesn't it, with the transfers? Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you keep an eye on the pre-season friendlies. So, I would, at the moment, mm. I would pick a couple of Chelsea defenders. But we don't. And plus, you got to look at the fixtures as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Those yeah. upcoming fixtures, I. Initial fixtures would be massive, won't they? Yeah. Um, again, for me, I think we concentrate on those fixtures so much next year. How does the um, Europa Conference work? Is that going to be included in Dream Team next year? Well, yeah, this was a bit of a touchy subject this year, this year weren't it? With the um, was it Spurs who was in? So that was the qualifiers. qualifiers. No, yeah. but no, but there's a new competition next year called the Europa Conference League. Uh, Tottenham have qualified for that um, through finishing seventh, and basically it's like a third tier European competition. Um, so Tottenham's in it, and then it's like loads of minnows, seventh place in Spain, things like that. Arsenal's not in Europe this right. year, though, are they? <laughs> no, no, not even in the conference league. No, <clears throat> right. Oh, well, it'll be interesting that see if it's included. Um, if they include Europa League qualifying finals, yeah, or whatever the it was final at the start of the season, round. which, yeah, another thing that I think burnt me, uh, not having Harry Kane for that. I think he scored a hat trick early doors, didn't he? Yeah, I can't remember that far back. <laughs> in that, it, yeah, I think he scored scored a hat trick in that final early doors, but um, the the qualifying rounds weren't counted until the final yeah, round. Yeah, some 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 along those lines really missed it to me as well because, like I say, it's a it's a while ago. Yeah, but yeah, I think he got a hat trick and there was a little bit of a, a little bit of an uproar about that. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see that new competition. It's new on me, that Ben. New information for me. Only minnows, though, like Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why they wouldn't put it in. Yeah, I don't. I'm sure. I'm sure they will do. Yeah. 
on mince on all the way, isn't it? Yeah, against mince. Well, yeah, he could be leading the line on his own with no with no cane. <laughs> do, you, do you think he's going to go still? Yeah. Surely. He trophy, he's got to leave, hasn't he? Yeah. He's made for City, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. City City need a striker. Best striker in the world is on market, more or yeah. less. Go and get him. Be interesting. <clears throat> Match made in heaven, that. Be about nine million I mean, in Dream Team, then, won't it? I, I was just about to say nine or ten million, easily. <laughs> I swear, someone used to be eight million. I think Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, was eight million. Probably. Yeah. He scored forty goals, whatever it was. Right, we jump on to the next one, Ben. Yeah. This is for you a little bit because I'm not willing on Facebook. I think it's been about ten years since I was last on Facebook. But Ian's asking. We have a Facebook page. Um, how about setting up a Facebook group? We're setting up a WhatsApp group. I think we've t- we have touched on this. Obviously, the Facebook side for you. Oh, I, f- I thought you froze there. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I keep doing this, mate. No, yeah. Uh, never... Hey, don't think my, my internet's not gone dicky yet tonight. No, I thought you froze <laughs> so there. Right. I'm going to start waving, making arm signals. No, yeah, we, we, we've we've talked about it. We, have, we haven't decided what we're doing yet. Are we, if we're going to yeah. dwell it, we might set up a forum or something on the, yeah, on we're the, touching on, forum, on the we? website. Yeah. Forum, WhatsApp group, they're all in discussions, aren't yeah. they? We're, yeah. we're trying to get it as interactive as we can. Um, obviously, it takes a lot, quite a bit of time to... Yeah. We answer a lot of messages on Twitter. We do, um, I think you, you know Ian, um, we message as much as we can. Um, WhatsApp groups, forums, Facebook groups, they're all, all in discussions. Obviously, it comes down to time and and other things, but uh, yeah, we are looking into it, mate. So it's one to keep an eye on as much as we can say, really. Um, yeah, we're trying to make it as interactive as possible. Um, another one from Ian, he's got three, so this is two of three. In FPL, you can only have three players from any team. Wouldn't it be better if Dream Team did the same? Common, common argument. <laughs> um, do you know what? I, I've, I argued, I think, er- earlier in the season that I thought, yeah. But then when we had Fergie on the pod and and he had, um, he gave a really good explanation to it about how he'd worked around here, how he'd worked his team. Because I know he ended up with really heavy City. Yeah. Um, and, and basically, the way he said it was, he had ended up eight or nine City players. If City go on a losing streak of three or four games, it's gone tits up for him. Complete tits up. And that's his risk. So people see it as like you're cornering the game or you or you do whatever you like people people can't jump on that bandwagon, but I think it takes it takes a lot of balls to put eight or nine players from one team into a team. Mm. Uh it takes a bit of foresight. Um it can get a bit samey if everybody up the top does the same, and if City go on a winning a winning run like they did, which is unheard of in Premier League history anyway. But if they went and did that, what do you reckon, James? 
Well, actually, you know what? I keep changing my mind about this. Like yeah. a bit like yourself. Um, we did. We've discussed this. Oh, I think it's probably about the third time we've discussed this one. Um, and I don't. I'm not sure there is any. There is one solution to this problem. It would be nice in a way if there was a slightly bigger player pool, um, and that would be potentially one way of limiting it to three. That might help. But then a lot of the other a lot of the other formats do three maximum three players from each team, um, and it'd be boring if all of the formats were the same. So um, you know, I'm relatively happy with the way it is at the moment. I you can make too many changes and it's, it end up being like FPL, but only with not slight, not with not as good a good an app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to- I totally agree. Um, when Fergie came on and argued the ca- case for unlimited players from each team, I think he won me round, and I think it is yeah. better the way it is now. Like if you if you've got the guts to go and put nine city players in, then you go and do it. Like, but um, if you, it's, it's, I just think it's a, it's better. It opens it up a bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 with you. Uh, I'm, since he since he uh, came on, he uh, taught me round as well. I think. I get it. I get why you'd want to max it, and but I don't actually think it'll bring too many more players into the game on Dream Team because you probably end up with samey teams anyway. Um, I think the only way to bring a bigger pool of players in is if you add different points for say a defensive midfielder or yeah, um, it's max. You need to like obviously bring in a bigger uh, point pool for other players to accumulate points, because ultimately, at the end of the day, in Dream Team, you score points for being who scored Darwin. So if you head as many balls as you can, and you called Harry Maguire, <laughs> if, <laughs> if you called Harry Kane, it's a bit of a theme here, Harry, Harry. Um, but yeah, no. You, <clears throat> It's obviously goals, assists, and clean sheets, and that that is the yeah. game. Unless you bring in other point point pools I, for other players, it's always going to be a little bit same. I know way. I'm going off a bit off bit bit off here, but I, I think they should uh, up the uh, assist points to three at least as well, and yeah, and bring in yeah. um, clean sheet points for midfielders. That might give a bit more of a advantage for like Icantes. Yeah, getting extra points. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd completely Because they used agree. to get they used to get two points for an, a clean sheet, uh, the midfielders, and then when they they realised that assists is a thing, like about three years ago, they changed that completely. Just got rid of it and just said, right, assists is now the two point uh, points. Yeah. I'd like to see that come back in. I do. I genuinely think the assist. Um, two points for an assist is is really stingy. Yeah. I mean, look at Mason, Mason Mount's pass in that in the Champions League final, um, and he comes away with five points. You know, it doesn't seem. Yeah. And there's been numerous occasions that where I thought, you know what, um, that deserved more than two points. There's a big, there's too big a gulf, yeah. isn't there, between the yeah. uh, um, 
points for a goal scored and yeah. the points for an assist. I think bring it a bit closer. Just one extra point for the assist. I think that would be a good good yeah. move. And you yeah, could even definitely. maybe put an extra point for a goal. So then it's six points for a goal and three points for an assist. Mm. Then it's like half. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm in complete agreement with it. Um, I think that's all right. I think they struggle as well with who scored. And I, I, I joke about it about the headers. If you head most balls yeah. in the game, then you're star man. I mean, I think we touched on it about Chelsea defenders keep a clean sheet against the best team in Europe and or one well I say the second best team in Europe because yeah. Chelsea won. <laughs> but they keep a clean sheet against City and Aspergueta, Mendy, um Rudiger, uh Chilwell. None of none of them get a seven seven rating. What's that about? No. They there's somewhat flawed in the rating system if that's happening. Mm. They've obviously done all right, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, if, if I were on pitch and, and we didn't concede, I'd be a little bit des- devastated that I didn't get a, a seven rating because I didn't head the ball as many times as Harry Maguire does. Seems to be a lot um, of fantasy games. Uh, are com- uh, the fans are complaining about the rating rules uh, points. Yeah. Same in FPL, same in Sky with the man of the match. They're complaining about that. Like, It's a bit controversial. The ratings. I, it's tricky because I, I remember back in the day, uh, Dream Team used to go off a, a person Reporter, rating. Yeah. Out, out of the uh, newspaper. Yeah. And there used to be a lot of complaints then because, well, is he fixing it for his own team? Mm. What's he, what, what games are he watching? Yeah. All that stuff. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's probably why they switched it to a more stats based. But I just. They need to tweak it. There's got to. If they came out and said we're working on it and we're trying to tweak it, so then headers aren't as <clears throat> pivotal to someone's rating, or because as Quetta, he's not going to win the most headers in the world, is he? But he could have been absolutely pivotal to that clean sheet. But he didn't head it as many times as John Mon next door to him, Harry Maguire, who likes to head it, but he can't do much else. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. Tricky, but yeah, again, that's exactly why they came away from the human side, gone to the electronic side, and still same issues, isn't it? But we're all playing under the same, the same thing, aren't we? There's a lot of people that had Chelsea defenders and, and never got the seven seven plus ratings. Yeah. Ian's third question isn't a question actually, but we'll uh, we'll definitely read this out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just like to say a quick thank you, uh, guys, for helping win his mini league, especially DT Tony. <laughs> hey, hang hey. on a second. <laughs> so, well done, nice, Tony. Nice one, Ian. Uh, obviously, <laughs> chatting a lot and uh, happy, happy that you won your mini league, mate. Well, five percent for Tony. Fair play. Five percent for Tony. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're getting percentage. <laughs> but, yeah, no, good stuff. Uh, that, that's the. Uh, was it Ben who got the uh, the solo call out not long ago? Yeah. <laughs> right, James, we have to get you sorted, mate. We, uh, your own little personal fan. <laughs> well, yeah. Cheers, Ian. Good, good stuff, mate. Amon Tatler's been on. Question one. Love it. 
having disappointed up front, should Manny and Sterling go back to midfield next season? Go on, James. Well, you could argue that the balance in Dream Team did seem a bit off this year because there seemed to be a a lack of midfield options and um, not enough striker spots. But last year, it felt like it was the other way around. So, um, I don't know. It's a tricky one. It certainly makes it more of a challenge. I mean, there were, um, until the likes of Gundogan and Mount came to light, um, it did feel that there there was a lack of heavy hitters in midfield this year. I I wouldn't be adverse to um, them going back into midfield. Personally, um, there were some striking options that would have been I mean, the likes of Dominic Calvert-Lewin, for instance, mm. and um, and various other strikers, you know, I, there were times when I thought, well, I'm not going to drop Kane. I'm not going to drop Salah. So the, I was only playing with one spot up front. Yeah. Um, and I did feel that there were lots of there were lots of potential other options mm. in the striker slots. So I, personally, I, I wouldn't be upset if uh, Manny and Sterling went, went back into midfield. What do you think, Ben? Yeah. Have you noticed? Um, I've, I've been playing around with the Euro teams. Sterling's a midfielder again in that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So that's interesting. Maybe, maybe mm. we'll be going back to midfield. But um, yeah, um, I don't know because I like it. I think because it's narrow, uh, not narrows it down, but like makes it harder to pick three strikers. You know what I mean? Three forwards, I just say. Um, because you can't have Manny. You probably won't have Manny and Salah unless, like, like you did for the last few games, Tony. You jumped on yeah. the Liverpool tra- uh, fixtures. Yeah, just try to <clears throat> maximize. Yeah, and um, but bef- I think last season it was pretty template the midfield. I'm sure I had De Bruyne, Fernandez, Mane, and Sterling. That was my four, yeah. and you weren't going to take any of them out. So. Ooh, yeah. I can understand why they pushed him as a forward because Salah's a forward on the game, so Mane surely is a forward, and Sterling plays in that position. Yeah. So, I, I think they're trying to say like now that if you play any attacking third, so if you're attacking left-sided forward or yeah. right-sided forward, you're a class as a striker on the game now, or a forward. Mm. So yeah, I mean, you don't think they've both been shy enough to not even care where they play because they won't be getting in. <laughs> Team. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they've both been absolutely shocking. Like, I mean, Manny probably not as much, but Sterling's been shocking all season. Mm. Um, Manny, Manny were a surprise to me this year because he's so good. Yeah, Sterling, you could tell, yeah, he's probably a bit of a confidence player, but Manny is regularly dangerous, he's regularly in the, the right position. Yeah, Man- Manny's got 10 star mans. Uh, he's second highest uh, star man's in the game, but it, it's so strange because Salah has scored loads of goals. He's the third highest score, goal score, uh, point scorer in the game, but he hardly got any star man's. So I don't know how so, they work it out. Be <laughs> interesting to see what Manny's um, ownership percentage did throughout the season mm. because, like you say, it's a little bit more difficult being a striker. And taking up that striking spot. Yeah. Did he manage to hold a high percentage through the season? Because his performances weren't 
obviously you're telling me ten star mans and but did anyone ever see that? Do you, do you know what I mean? You Watching best the games. Asking and... James, he watches all the Liverpool games. Um, so Manny started the season okay, um, and then he and then it was a massive drop off for me. And even Manny came out and said before two games before the last before the end of the season that he'd had a poor season and he didn't know why. Um, then he got put on the bench, <laughs> and then I tell you what, when he came off that bench, he he looked like a man on fire. And in that last game, he was, in my opinion, man of the match. And don't forget the fans were back as well. So I think Mane next year will be back back on form. I think certain players like playing in front of the fans more than others. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he'll he'll raise his game once those once he gets back at Anfield and he hears those uh, those cheers. Do you remember yeah. do you remember at the start of the season everyone was debating who's better, Mane or Salah? Do you remember that? In FPL, I think it was. Because you could they're both midfielders. A lot of people would debate, and I think they're the same price, twelve million. They're both um, debating. Mane was um, Mane was a million cheaper. Oh, right, yeah. But but um, uh, Salah had penalties, so yeah. it was like you know which one's going to come out top <laughs> based on that million pound difference. Yeah. Um, for me, it was never in question. I think Salah is the he's greedier and he's on pens. Yeah, yeah. Mane's a lot more unselfish. But I, I I get what Ben's saying about the uh, the template in midfield. It was Mane, Sterling, De Bruyne, Fernandez. That's it. That's your midfield setup. If they both drop back, whereas this season it made it more difficult um, throwing them two up the top because it, especially if one of them starts to bang. Yeah. If Mane or Sterling started to bang, then all of a sudden you. Oh shit! Who, who am I putting in up top now in my in my, in my striking positions? Because you had mm. more. Do you not think though they've just moved the um... problem up top? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like I said earlier, you've just got everyone in their right mind would have Kane, and you probably have Salah, yeah. um, and then it, then it would be one of somebody like, I mean, Rashford was probably the most popular third choice. Uh, Jotter at some points of the season, maybe a Son or someone like that. But there wasn't a huge amount of variance in that in those front threes, was there? So no, I think they've you could say the templates moved from midfield to the front three last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously the, the midfield varied a little bit, and yeah, we need a three-three-four formation. <laughs> <laughs> It would yeah, be nice if they, if they did allow a bit more flexibility in the formations. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, there are some missing ones, key ones missing now. Yeah. <laughs> 3 5 2 yeah, would be definitely. good, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah we should have the option of that, definitely. Right, on to the next question from uh, Aman Tatler. Um, should five transfers a month continue or should it go back to three? Ah, uh, I don't know. At the start of the season, I was in. I mean, um, after the season, I was enjoying having up five transfers, but it's very. Um, how do you say? What's the word? High maintenance, very high maintenance, isn't it? With five transfers, you constantly 
look and with the, all the games being on different times was really hard. Um, usually every se- uh, last the last few seasons we, the game you have the, all the games at three o'clock, don't you? You have an early game at twelve thirty, maybe a five thirty game, Ooh. and then a few games on the Sunday and, and then a Monday. But it's been like twelve thirty, three o'clock, five thirty, eight thirty, then twelve, two, four, six on a Sunday, two games on a Monday. Been yeah. really hard work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like when you've only got three transfers, I feel like I was saying before, you tend to sit more on your transfers until you get an injury. So yeah, that's that's probably. Uh, I find it a bit harder with five transfers, but you just got to get used to it, I suppose. Go on, James. Yeah, it's a tricky one. That I mean, with with three transfers, um, I always look at it as almost like having two transfers because yeah. you're always going to keep one back. Mm. So yeah. you look at the fixtures for the month ahead. You're probably going to make two transfers early-ish in that month, unless you're totally happy with your team and you save one for an injury or a suspension. Um, I think you're much less likely to make um, a punt or or go for that player that you think might bang. Um, you've, you, when you've only got three transfers, you you have to play a lot more cautious because you, you can't get yourself back out of trouble. I mean, with five. Um, if you bring in a couple of stinkers, you can get rid of them fairly quickly. You, yeah. um, it, I, I quite like the, it. Does actually increase the engagement yeah. in the game because um, if you've only got one left and you're waiting for a transfer, you've kind of set, set your team up at the beginning of the month and then you're done. Yeah. With five, you're always looking for that little opportunity with the extra fixture here or there, looking at team sheets. Yeah. Um, it does increase the engage, engagement. I, I would like to stick with five now on, on with hindsight, although certainly have to be very disciplined hey, if you've only got three. James, wait till you have 10 teams, then you won't be saying that. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> well, it's, gone up, it's well, gone up from 30 transfers a season to 50, hasn't it? So it's nearly doubled. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is true. I hadn't thought about that. Plus playing all the <laughs> other formats as well is, is hard work. <laughs> so do you, do you guys want the good news then? What? Well, so I've had it on good authority that next season um, in Dream Team because there were a little bit of rumours that the prize money might drop or like it might struggle next year's Dream Team. But so Dream Team will have a seventy-five grand prize money for the winner again next year, which is cool. obviously good. good. That's so good. that's what we'll be aiming at, and. As well, we'll also have five transfers. <laughs> it will be staying. So, Ben, get that pen and paper out, mate, because yeah. there's a lot more planning I'll, to be I'll done I'll be ready again. this time. I'll um, be ready. <laughs> well, it is good. It's good for our listeners to, just to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is the way when we're going to be planning towards our pods, early doors and our pre-season stuff. Um, we are planning towards five transfers a month because... Uh, like you say, it does it, it impacts it because you, you'd be setting a team up not to move very much. Yeah, mm. you can't attack fixtures as much as maybe what you'd like. Um, would you put eight city players in a team that <laughs> when you can only move one or two mm. if they hit a bad run or they hit a bad patch of fixtures? Um, yeah, so yeah, 
and that is that's courtesy of Dan Cox, um, who's who's let us know that information early, which is fair play to him. Nice one, Dan. Uh, cheers, cheers, Dan. That, um, but yeah, it allows us to plan better going forward. We are pods and and other stuff, but yeah, we are five transfers. So sorry, I'm on, mate, but it's not going back to three. <laughs> sorry, Ben. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, James, for when you were <laughs> put your ten teams in there, but yeah, <laughs> oh good. I like you say, it, there's a bit more leeway with it, and it keeps the interactivity going. Like we could, with three transfers, we could probably run out of things to talk about minimum, mm-hmm. especially when people are holding on. You hold on to one transfer in case of an injury for a big player. You've got two transfers, and like you say, you're probably making them pretty early in a, in a month to yeah. attack a couple of fixtures or. So five transfers, happy days, our pad roll, our pod rolls. Otherwise, we'd have been uh, probably trimming it down to once every two weeks or once every three weeks. So all good, all good in that sense. Uh, so there's your little bit of insider information for the uh, for the season ahead. So differential league. I'm not gonna lie, Ben. You absolutely walked it in there, mate. Get in. Uh, there's, there's, I'm not going to some official points scoring. I've just got Ben wins. I've got the points up here. Don't worry, boys. <laughs> <laughs> 207 points for Ben. Is that updated, actually? <laughs> there is no updating to be done. Uh, the community came second with James. 154 <clears throat> points. And Tony came 145 points, just behind. I, I thought we were going to disqualify Ben for not pick, making a pick in the final game. Oh, I didn't have that yeah. as well. <laughs> I, do you know, I just think it was complete arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you said, you two can pick a player. I'm not playing, I'm not playing one in the last one. Try and get points back, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, fair play. Yeah, right? Well done, Ben. Community will be back next year. That's it. We will run it again next year. We might have to have a four-way next year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have the community have their own. James, you'll be on your own next year. Um, Yeah. Could do that. Yeah. But yeah, that was good fun. Good fun. And fair play, Ben. Very good win. Do we get anything for it? Right. (laughs) Well, no, mate. You could have had a trophy, but we haven't. Right. So, <coughs> website, the uh, DT Euros tournament. Got to plug this. It's £5 per team. Two teams max, because we don't want it flooding with more than two teams per manager. We want to give everyone a bit of a chance. Um, £5 per team. Cheap entry. Open it up to everybody. Because obviously, some people don't like to gamble too much. But deadline's Friday at 11th of June. We kick off with the Italian and Turkey game. The prize pot, obviously, to be confirmed. We hopefully we gain enough, then we might we might do a group winner. What do you guys reckon? Group stage winner midway, break yeah. it up. Sounds like a good Sounds plan. Like a good yeah. It just gives uh, something to chase for straight off. Um, maybe end up with a couple of different winners. Obviously, the more people winning, the merrier. Yeah. Um, there's obviously a trophy for the overall winner who finishes first. Um, the split, we're going to try and split it between a few people at the top, first, second, third, bigger pot, third, second, third, fourth, fifth, maybe. Depends how big the pot is. Yeah. 
We want to keep it as a decent um, a decent pot to win, ultimately. Don't want to filter it down too much to uh, the fourth and fifth losers. Uh, but <laughs> that's how it is. PayPal, pay by PayPal website, which is the easiest way. You'll get emailed the league code straight off the bat. Or you can do backs. And if you do a backs transfer, I'll probably hunt you out when it lands or... If you can just give us a tweet at Dream Team Tonic or message me, emails on the website, email will be below. Um, yeah, get in touch. Just let us know you've paid. I'll confirm it and I'll just uh, send the code across to you. Um, any questions on the rules, the way it works, just give us a message. We're, we're happy to talk about it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, Ben, if you're up for it. I know James obviously is sitting out the Euros. If Ben's up for it, we might do a little bit of a chat on the rules. Um, do a little video just regarding how it works because uh, there's been a lot of confusion regarding the transfers, the game days because you play a dream team, you're used to everybody being locked in Yeah, but I think it's it obviously per game day so we, we could have a chat through that just to clear a few things up for people um, going forward, obviously help you out um, we're also going to me and Ben are going to be Jumping across onto the fan team Euro 2020. Don't know if you've um, seen this game yet, but we will leave a link in the the description, and we'll we're also plugging it on Twitter. The fan team Euro 2020, one million pound league. Um, it's a one million prize pool. I think the top ten thousand people finishing will receive a payout more than what your entrance fee of twenty. Uh, is it twenty euros, twenty pounds? Twenty pounds, I think. Twenty pounds entry. Um, you will you will receive more than that, the top ten thousand. So it's it, it's a good uh, it's a good thing to get involved in. Obviously, a chance to win two hundred thousand pounds first place. We're going to be doing a few podcasts um, regarding players that we fancy, uh, differentials, and we'll probably do a team reveal as well yeah. for ourselves. So um, we're going to plug that going further forward. So there'll be quite a lot of content coming out in the lead up to the Euros. Um, during the Euros, we're not 100% certain what we're going to be doing during that. We might come out and, and, and put some out there, but we're not, we're not, we're not promising. Um, obviously, next season, we're going to have a, a big cash league um, like, we, like we've done this year with a Dream Team Tonic through the site. Um, we're, going to do, we're going to run a Dream Team Tonic league between me, Ben and James. All three of us put our brains together and we're going to go for that 75 grand cash. Uh, 25 grand a piece would be nice. Uh, so we're going to try and put our brains together and win that league. Um, and other than that, I think I've, have I covered everything, lads? Is, is it is the area I've missed? We, and we'll also be um, doing mini leagues in um, Sky, uh, um, FPL and uh, Fan Team for next season. Yeah, we have the Premier Sky League. league. Yeah. James, FPL man, top FPL player. You're going to uh, you're going to be running an FPL league for us, aren't you, mate? I am. Yep, yeah, I'll be sorting that out um, after the game launches. Yeah, nearest at time. So all the info will be out about that. Sky League, obviously, the cash leagues run themselves through the Sky, but we will be putting some out there. Uh, regards to a community team, um, we're still trying to get that sorted. So hopefully, there will will be some as regards to that through a. A poll and through people that sign up, and we'll run a, a community team in the dream team and 
possibly the Sky League as well. So, yeah, lots to look forward to. Uh, honestly, thanks so much everyone for listening. It's been it's been a quite a few months, a good few months, like six seven months since we started. Up to nearly five hundred subscribers on YouTube. If you've not subscribed yet, hit that subscribe. Get us to five hundred. Um, over a thousand subscribers on Twitter, uh, which is massive, really massive from where we came from. We're only looking to build bigger and and take all of you along with us as well. Like we we, we have a great uh, camaraderie with a lot of people. Don't be don't be frightened of just dropping us a message with your teams and and anything any questions. We're we're always open. Whether you get an answer that day or that hour, it could vary. Obviously, we've all got busy lives and stuff like that. But yeah, we 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 endeavour to do our best for you. So, a lot of people I think have won the mini leagues on the back of the information we've given out, and it's good to hear. It's good to hear when you get messages saying, "Oh, someone's won a quite a hell of a lot of cash," and yeah, you know they're taking their family on holiday. <laughs> I mean, their messages are are, are uh, music to our ears. So. Hopefully you're the next one going into this Dream Team Euros and into next season. Yeah. So thanks very much. I just want to I just want to say thank you to everyone as well. Thanks for listening to the pod and interacting with us. It's been been a brilliant season and hopefully another uh, even better one next year. Yeah, I would reiterate that. Um, fantastic community we've got going on on Twitter. Um, we really we all really appreciate all the support you give us. All those likes and retweets and kind comments really do make it worthwhile for us. Thanks, guys. Yep. Cheers, everyone. And we'll see you next season. Cheers. 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 Good night.